The Old Testament book of Jonah is not the story of a great fish. It is the story of a great God. In a world on the verge of judgment and desperate for a spiritual awakening, it holds a message we all need. Salvation is of the Lord. Join us in the book of Jonah today as we study God's Word with Scott Pauley. We live in a noisy world, don't we? With the proliferation of social media and now all the uh, technology at our disposal, there are so many voices vying for our attention. Uh, Frankly, it gets overwhelming. Uh, And in all of the noise, with all the voices, all of the words that we're hearing constantly, there is only one thing that can cut through all of that with clarity, with simplicity, with authority. It's God's voice. You see, what this world desperately needs, what we all need at this moment, is to hear from God. What does, what does the Lord have to say to us? Well, that's exactly where the book of Jonah begins. We're launching into our study now as we begin in Jonah chapter 1 and verse number 1 with one simple verse today. In fact, a phrase. Listen to Jonah 1 verse 1. The Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, What a simple expression. The word of the Lord came unto Jonah. It came to him. You see, God comes to us through his word. Would you like to know God? Then listen to his word. Would you like to to know what God wants for you and for the people around you? Then get into the word and let the word get into you. God is not some far-off distant God. He is near. He is at hand. He's not a God who simply spoke in the past. No, he speaks in the present. In fact, notice the first word of the book is now. God speaks in the now. The eternal God, not bound by time, is always in the now. He is a very present help in time of trouble. And now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, this expression, the word of the Lord, is very important. In fact, let me show you. This is one of the divine emphases of Scripture. If you take the 12 minor prophets, seven of the 12 begin with this expression, the word of the Lord. Let me show you what I mean. Hosea chapter 1, verse number 1 begins this way. The word of the Lord that came unto Hosea. Joel chapter 1, verse number 1. The word of the Lord that came to Joel. Uh, Micah chapter 1, verse number 1. The word of the Lord that came to Micah. Zephaniah chapter 1, the word of the Lord which came unto Zephaniah. Haggai chapter 1, verse number 1, in the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month, in the first day of the month, came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet. And then Malachi chapter 1, verse number 1, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. Do you hear the repeated expression here, the word of the Lord? God always speaks through his word. This is how he communicates with men. Isn't it glorious that God wants to even communicate with us, that God wants to speak to us? George Whitfield, who was the great preacher of the Great Awakening, once said that God has condescended to become an author, and most people will never even read the book he wrote. It's a sad reality that so many people own a Bible. They have multiple Bibles, but they never read it. 
And if you were to ask the average person, what has God said to you recently from the word? Uh, they would look at you almost with a puzzled look. And yet the word of the Lord is just as alive and real today and powerful today as it was on the day that it came to Jonah in Jonah chapter 1 and verse number 1. The truth is that most of the time, everyone else is listening better to him than we are. Think of it, the fish in Jonah listened to God, the creator, better than Jonah did at first. And the sad truth is that all of creation around us is listening to the voice of the creator today. Are we How many times is it going to take for the Lord to speak to us again and again and again? The Bible says in chapter 3, verse 1, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Now, I want to pause and say, I sure am glad God speaks a second time. He speaks in mercy. He speaks again and again. But how many times is God going to try to speak to us, and we're going to miss what it is he's trying to say? This is a deeply personal book, this book of Jonah. It's It's basically biographical, and I think that in itself is a reminder that God always speaks specifically. He speaks personally. Yes, he's going to speak to an entire city before the the book ends, but when the book begins, he's not speaking to a city. He's speaking to a man. I fear that in our day, so many Christians are waiting on God to speak to their city. They have missed the fact that God is trying to speak to them. The word of the Lord came. Let me give you two or three simple thoughts today. First of all, notice this. The power is in the word of the Lord. The power in the book of Jonah is not in Jonah. It wasn't in his dynamic oratory. It wasn't in his ability to speak and gather a crowd. The power was in the word. Oh, friends, some things never change. The power is still in the word of God. Let me testify as a preacher. I have discovered Uh, that the power is not in my voice, the power is in his word. Not the man, but the message. Then, not only does this expression remind me that the power is in the word of the Lord, but that the preacher is simply to deliver the word of the Lord. Did you know Jonah only preaches one sermon in the book? One sermon. In fact, if you looked at it in the Hebrew language, in his language, it's only five words long. Can you imagine a five-word sermon? Some of you are saying, yes, we're praying for one of those this Sunday. But this is a powerful, simple, and succinct sermon, five words long, but it got right to the heart. The power came when the preacher simply obeyed what God gave him to deliver. You see, as a, as a preacher of the Bible or a teacher of truth, as someone communicating God's message to others, you don't have to come up with something to say. You don't have to to preach a good sermon. You just have to deliver God's message. That's all we are. We're all just messenger boys. And yet when we obey God, the real preacher shows up. The Holy Spirit begins to work. God speaks as we obey. The word of the Lord came. So we, we learn that the power is in the word. We learn that the preacher is simply to deliver the word. And then we're reminded that the people are always to respond to the word. What was the great ultimate goal of the book of Jonah? God wanted the Ninevites to repent. He wanted them to turn to him. He wanted to to bring about a, a real spiritual awakening in that place. And they would respond when they heard the message. But before they responded, don't miss this, one man had to respond. Look, when we begin to obey, others will obey. Chapter 3, verse 2 says, So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh. 
when he begins obeying, guess what happens? Verse 5, so the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth. In other words, one man's obedience set in motion the obedience of so many others. Look, even a prophet can disobey. Even a mature believer can disobey. That's right, friend. Even a Christian with Bible knowledge can disobey. And so I want to ask you a couple questions today. Do you believe the powers in the Word of God? If you say yes, then may I ask, have you been in the Word today? Get in the Word Spend time in it again. Find God's message for your own soul. Then you'll have something to share with others. Are you someone ministering the Word of God? We all are called on to be witnesses in some way. Let me just remind you, it's not about how good a speaker you are. It's about giving God's truth. And then let's all see ourselves not only as the one giving the truth to others, but the one called on to respond to it ourselves. Begin today by allowing the Word of the Lord to make its difference in your life. And as it does, it will begin to make a difference in the lives of all those around you. Do you want to go further in your study of the Bible? Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find hundreds of articles, sermons, and podcast episodes in our online library. You can search the archive by scripture or subject, and we trust it will help you as you continue your journey in scripture. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.